Seth Rollins is trying to get Randy Orton to do what he and his disciples have not been able to do. We've seen this with Edge. We've seen this with Matt Hardy, and now we're about to see it with Kevin Owens. Owens is going after this official. What are we witnessing? Uh, Kevin Owens is making a big. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, you have got to be yeah, kidding me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains it. That explains it's it. It's a Seth Rollins t shirt. I had nothing to do with that. I don't know what that's about. I got nothing to do with that. Oh, Stunner! It looks like it's KO. Get the tables. But I have nothing to do with it. I don't even know that I've ever seen him in my life. No, you heard Seth Rollins say he didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, Wait sure a minute. Sure he didn't. Don't wait. Oh, hang on. Oh, Bob, throw the table. The Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins rivalry has gotten even hotter. Besides, you know, busy work schedule, um, tech issues, and then Corey's been handling a lot of stuff or whatever. Shout out to the guest, Corey. Been handling a lot of stuff with graduation right around the corner. And Will's been sick. Been doped up sick. So, yeah, it's been a little bit of a struggle. But found a little bit of free time with Corey. I appreciate it, brother. No problem. Got a little little stuff or whatever to go through and everything because we can have not only the go home for go, go home show or go home raw for a uh, super showdown, aka Saudi Mania. What 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 number is this? Uh the they don't like four year one? ever since what year? I think this is like the fourth or fifth one. Because huh. we had Greatest Royal Rumble and then Crown Jewel, Super Showdown, and then Crown Jewel. So is this four or five? It's it's one of the two. It's one. It's got to be. It's something like that. But like, it's, we, 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 we can talk about Raw because as of recording, we saw Raw. Don't know what's going to happen on NXT and or AEW tomorrow. Got a little AEW talk at the end or whatever with Revolution this weekend. Um, I'm going to have to lead Corey through that because you have not watched AEW in how many weeks since New Year's? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to take the reins on that one. But it's just a little card they got right now. I mean, you know. Uh, 
first thing before we get into anything, um, what we do know as far as NXT, we hadn't spoke about it, and it, I, like I said, a lot of stuff. Quick little run through, or whatever. Uh, me and Corey actually watched NXT Takeover Portland together, and we we said there are no bad take takeovers, but this was a great takeover. Yeah, this one was <clears throat> definitely incredible. Perhaps one of the uh, best ones. If you had to pick a match. I mean, we loved all of them, but if you had to pick one. Uh, probably Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai. Well, shit. Look, that fat bucket. Like, so first thing, whatever, Um, we finally got the quote-unquote conclusion of um, Dijak, a.k.a. Dijakovic, whatever he is this week, and uh, Keith Lee for the North American title. That, that was, was like, what, great, 15 yeah. minutes of, like, I mean, just giant dudes but when they said the conclusion now you got to take that with a grain of salt but like is Dijak moving up to the quote-unquote main roster i i don't think so i'd like to see it but i don't think so i was just wondering like are they just ending the feud finally or like is he going up or whatever because you know i mean he's he's what like six eight sounds right you know those big dudes don't can't hide from Vince for too long. <laughs> True. That was great going on into the street fight or whatever. Like we said, Tegan and Dakota beat the living hell out of each other for like 13, 14 minutes. <clears throat> and the fact that it was only 13 minutes yet still. It felt like 25, man. Yeah. Even though we were kind of thrown off, we were like, wait, a street fight, but the match doesn't begin until both competitors are in the ring. Okay. But, yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> approach to that was to that was a little bit of like main roster kind of stipulation right there, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've watched NXT the the like last episode, correct? Um, I think no. Wait, what happened? I didn't know. Finish I didn't, it. I haven't. Seen okay, it I'm about to say, yet. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't finish it, but I pretty much know what happens. Um, so you remember at the end, Reina Gonzalez came in there and she attacked Tegan Knox, which Jesus yeah. Christ threw through the table and it didn't break. That spot looked rough. Because Regal announced the cage match, right? Yes, he did announce the cage match. Which I'm kind of mad. I called. You you did call that because you were like, I like the interference because now we get it. Now we better get a cage match. Yeah, you said it right then. So, um, I think Kathy Kelly, or maybe she's she's quit now at this point or whatever. But whoever interviewed um, Reina Gonzalez and Dakota Kai in the back, and Reina's reasoning was that you know the the people have looked have looked her over the same way they looked over Dakota, so now they're going to team together. And hmm. Reina's more of a friend than um than um Tegan ever was. Interesting. So I guess it's kind of whole nobody believed in us thing. So are the uh, women's tag team champions finally going to start defending those belts again, or is Oscar still focused on the Raw well, women's Oscar, title? Oscar has to focus on um, getting Shayna Baszler over or whatever. Because God bless, we're gonna talk about that. Because besides her and Ruby, I don't really know who else is helping. Yeah, three of the people in that match don't belong <laughs> in the match. <laughs> Um, um, shit, you, um, let me guess. Sarah Logan. 
Yes. Yeah, number one. Yes. <laughs> Look, Natty and um the returning Liv. Yep. Because we fuck with Oscar. We've been ready, we've been ready for Ruby to get back. We still don't know why the fuck her and Liv don't like each other anymore. Yeah, they've done nothing to set that up, which means everything going into the chamber, which is going to revolve around that for them, we're not gonna know what's going on. Oh, bro, just like they haven't done anything. I'm, I'm gonna pause you for one second because you know good and well I gotta speak on that when we get on Raw because you've been talking about when they first announced it, you were like, why are we doing that? And now it's like making even more sense. Oh, we're literally just doing that because we had to throw some chicks around for Shayna to be to get to Becky before we get her to Becky. Pretty much. Which this is exactly why she should have won the Rumble. <laughs> I mean, it makes more sense. I mean, like you still could have had Charlotte challenge. Rhea Ripley that still would have made sense and she could have literally just said you know I'm one of the greatest if not the greatest women's champion of all time you know NXT or whatever of all time yeah and that's like literally built it off that yeah she didn't need to win the rumble for that yeah I mean <laughs> uh, oh the, the Johnny Johnny Finn match that was also great 15 minutes of technical stuff that fucking 1918 at the very end was almost like a fucking brain buster. And that was the longest match of the show too, or second longest. Yeah. Like has Finn, I think we, I think we asked each other in a moment, has Finn lost as he went back to NXT or did he lose that one match? But that wasn't clean. I guess he lost that one triple threat, but that wasn't even, that wasn't clean though. Right. Cause Johnny interfered. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, so besides the one Johnny interference, no one's even touched him. Pretty much. Nope. Yeah. I mean, hey, bro. Fuck it. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it now, or whatever, because we already know what happened at the end between um Cole and Champa. This is only like they're they're giving us like Champa and Gargano again, which is ne- has never been bad. It's not going to be bad, and they're doing that because we love Adam Cole. But eventually, you notice everyone's losing their belts from the undisputed era. I think that's only a matter of time before Finn gets that belt back. I agree. I do think Finn's going to get belt. That's what I'm thinking. It only makes sense or whatever, because it's like you get Champa and Gargano away from, like, you get them away from the belt by getting them back on each other. And people say, oh, we've seen it before. But has it ever been bad? No. Plus, this time we're seeing it with uh, the roles reversed. Also, too, which, I mean, shit, we, we skipped ahead a little bit, but fuck it or whatever. The way Johnny cost him, and then, like, um, uh, Tommaso went out there and cut a promo this past week and was like, for him, he's like, he should have seen it coming. And for him to be on top, Johnny Gargano can't exist. Like, he didn't say can't exist anymore, but he said he can't be around anymore. So people are like, oh, or is that a speculation? He's going oh. to, like, Raw or SmackDown, or is he getting rid of him? You know, a like, little shit like that. Interesting. Bro, this has to be, if not a cage match, a hell in a cell. I think that'd be the first ever NXT cell match. That's what I was about to ask you too. I'm like, have they have they ever had a of. have they ever had that in NXT? Because it has to be at this point. That would be amazing, yes. There is no other way you can end this feud or whatever. I mean, we've seen what, a street fight. We've seen um they did two out of three falls, correct? Or am I thinking of Cole and Gargana? I know they did, but I think they did two out of three. Did they? They did the street fight, and then they did Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Okay, yeah. yes. 
Yes, we haven't had. Okay, yeah. Got to get a sale match, man. If not a sale, a steel cage. I mean, either one. Yeah, either one would be incredible. I mean, because a normal match for like this in like this much of a feud is just. I mean, it, it wasn't gonna give us. Exactly. Yeah. Um, new tag team champions, the the Broser Weights. Which we should have known because they don't just randomly do vignettes and then let Matt Riddle come out there and hit his freestyle or whatever about Bobby Fish frying fish. <laughs> they they won't go give them yeah. the belts. That I'm glad they true. didn't do anything stupid like try and turn um Matt Riddle and or Pete Dunn. Yeah, and no, they already terrible. Yeah, and they already have a built-in feud with the um, grizzled young veterans who called him out this past week. So apparently that's about to be a thing. I'm here for that. Uh, their uh, Dusty Rhodes match was pretty good. Yeah, and Matt Riddle's going to fry um, both of them, so, you know. Yeah. And uh, the one match we haven't talked about, the Women's Championship. A little bit upset that Bianca lost clean, but... At the same time, was a good little match. Uh, Charlotte Flair went out there and attacked her, which we all knew. Said she'll see Rhea at um, WrestleMania. But then she also attacked Bianca. So this past week, bruh, Bianca, um, she literally walked in, in interfe- not interfered, but like walked in the middle of the Chelsea Green, um, Caden Carter match and just was like, Charlotte, you going to quit acting like this or whatever. You don't even go here. I try to tell you whatever. I'm calling you out. And that match is confirmed for tomorrow. Ooh. Yes, yeah, Charlotte Bianca good. Belair in NXT. <laughs> so I-, I feel like. They're giving us the recipe of maybe another triple threat. Someone's like, oh, we do we need another women's triple threat at Mania. But I mean, they're giving us th- these little teases for a reason, I think. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think it's gonna be a triple threat match this time. I wouldn't be mad either way, but I kinda agree with you. Yeah. Two. I think I would prefer one on one this time. Last time it needed to be a triple threat. And we did say or whatever, like year, like not years back, like a little while ago, Charlotte and or me, Charlotte and Rhea and or Charlotte and Bianca has to happen. And we're getting both. Yeah. Oh. Um. So, yeah, that was a thing. Um. Now, you have. You you have been watching SmackDown way more than me. I haven't watched SmackDown in like three weeks. Oh, uh, you have uh, you haven't been watching either. Nope. So we gonna quickly. Uh, I know that Dolph Ziggler interrupted Otis's date with Mandy. Uh, that's it. Have you, have you heard about the newest thing or whatever with that? It's that uh, Sonya Deville is pretty much she's a uh, Kevin Nash. She had the phone the entire time. Wait, she did what? Apparently, like, there's this whole thing where um, Tucker ran up on uh, Mandy and was like, you know, Otis has been devastated to the point or something. He's not even washing his drawers anymore or something. Some random <laughs> shit. But, um... <laughs> wow. 
apparently they made it they, they're they're implying it like Mandy doesn't know what he's talking about she hit up Otis or whatever and he's like I saw the message you didn't send it or it was like whatever so they're implying like um, Sonya Deville has like went in there and like took the phone and uh, deleted the messages or something because at the end she said you're more of a Dolph Ziggler girl anyways oh god are they gonna break up Sonya and Mandy because that would be stupid they're pretty much implying that like Sonya's cop blocking and making her go to Dolph Ziggler. Uh, this is why I don't watch SmackDown. Yeah. Um, like, I'm interested in Sonya and Otis, or Mandy and Otis. I It doesn't extend past that. Apparently, Otis like, is like Dolph, great chance, I don't too. Need, I, don't, I don't need Dolph involved. Yeah. I feel like he's just a pawn at this point or whatever. And I also love that the fact yeah. that Otis was still over and he hasn't even wrestled. <laughs> Honestly, though. Uh, Lacey Evans had an interview with um, Renee Young where she talked about, you know, she was a bully and she saw the bullies, um, Sasha Banks and Bailey, and that's why she turned the other cheek. And she apologizes for using nasties and all that stuff or whatever. Interesting. Also, have you heard that Sasha Banks isn't around because she's shooting for the Mandalorian? I heard she's in it. I didn't hear that's why she wasn't around. Makes sense, though. That's what I've heard, and if that's the case, cool. That sounds dope. Yeah. Um, Our Intercontinental Champion, Braun Strowman, defeated... Oh, oh, him and Elias, excuse me, defeated uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro in a Symphony of Destruction match. I honestly forgot that Braun won the belt. Do you want to know what a Symphony of Destruction match was? It sounds like it involves a lot of musical instruments. Yes, it is a hardcore match, but it involves guitars, drums, pianos. Um, I saw a I saw a meme or whatever, whatever something like that, where Braun Strowman ripped a drum straight through Cesaro. Interesting. <laughs> um, None of this is making me upset that I didn't watch SmackDown. Yeah, well, like, you, there's definitely uh, some coming up or whatever. I know you're gonna love because me and you share like. We share some comical things or whatever. Um, Naomi defeated Carmella to become the number one contender for Bailey's uh, championship at uh, Saudi Mania. Wait, Naomi won? Yes. Hmm. Which, if this was the case, why didn't Naomi win? Why didn't Wait, Naomi did Saudi just Arabia? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about that because I got I got. we're reviewing that shit later. I'm going to tell you right. about that shit, because trust and believe. But my only thing about this is, they had a number one contenders match a couple of weeks ago, whatever, because me and Will talked about it, and Carmella won. So I was like, what the fuck was the point of that if you just going to have Naomi come back and beat her? Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't, I, Naomi should have won the first time, because apparently I didn't watch this match with Carmella, but it wasn't good. What, the one know. this past week? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Usos and the New Day teamed up to defeat uh, John Morrison, The Miz, Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. I did see something about that. I saw the pick at the end where like the Usos were like holding up the New Day's hands while they had the belts. 
Also, I was told that um, Dolph Ziggler, you know, because Tony Deville said you're more of a Dolph Ziggler guy, came down to the um, uh, came down to the ring with a fedora and something else on. Where's the trucker hat at? <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta bring back the trucker hat. Fedoras are fucking out of style. Yeah, I, Neo's the only person that can pull off a fedora. Maybe Miguel. You gotta sing. You gotta sing R&B. Essentially, is what I'm. Yeah. Saying. Or maybe soul, blues, something. Yeah. Uh, so the last two things I got, I'm gonna save the Fiend and Goldberg for last or whatever because I guess we kind of got to. But you will. Enjoy I already. This. I know what happened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Before that, though, you will enjoy this. Um, I remember talking to Will, and um, you know, Daniel Bryan had a match against Heath Slater a couple of weeks ago. Interesting. So that had happened. Of course. Um. Excuse me. Yeah. Of course, Daniel Bryan beat him and everything. You know. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But in the meantime. So uh, Daniel Bryan's walking in the back, and our fave Drew Gulak came up and said he created a PowerPoint presentation to show Daniel Bryan what he's been doing wrong lately. <laughs> now, okay, I do love that. That, Wait, that is good. Bro, this needs to be a full-on gimmick. He needs to be someone's manager because after this, yes. he Slater ran up and was like, <laughs> This is bullshit. I'm mad about this. I want a rematch. And um, Brian accepted. And then he tried to talk he Slater, he tried to talk um Drew Gulak into suggesting for Heath Slater instead. So then they put um Drew Gulak on commentary, apparently. So I might go back and watch this. <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh actually interesting for once. Like they said, they said at one point or whatever, he Slater gets on the top rope or whatever. And he's like, no, no, don't do that. Daniel's gonna like he's not gonna be there when you jump, and he wasn't. And then he's later lost. <laughs> <laughs> so that needs to be Drew Gulak's gimmick. Why is Sami Zayn? I mean, I'm not saying Sami Zayn shouldn't be a manager too because he's great. But if you're not gonna use Drew Gulak right, keep this whole PowerPoint gimmick like whatever because it is hilarious. That, that is true. At least give him something to do. And he's selling the fuck out of it. Now he's just he should just, he should just annoy Daniel Bryan long enough to where it's like, yeah, okay, you can be my manager. Just leave me alone. <laughs> the yeah, that'd be kind of funny, I guess, if they uh, did it right. Right. So I heard about that, and I was like, you know what? That would have made me laugh. I don't know about everything else on this show, but that would have made me laugh. Yeah. Shout out Drew Gulak making the best of a terrible situation. Yeah, pretty much. So let's go ahead and talk about your boy, man. Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, who was a, was escorted by security, which I'm like, really? Like, are they, are they protecting you from a monster or are you protecting you? I, whatever. <laughs> whoever knows. Came out to the ring. He was like, you know, I don't know who you are, but then the Firefly Funhouse music came on. You know, of course, that light song went off. And then, of course, the fiend was behind him, to which he says, I know who you are. Like, wait, what? Did, did you just contradict yourself? Hmm. So, and then, of course, you know, he speared the fiend. Lights went off and then the fiend was gone. 
and that's that was SmackDown. So so glad I didn't watch that shit. Yeah, you, you know, bro. I mean, it's just. I wonder what SmackDown ratings are because they were higher than Raw for a while, but there's no way that's still true. It, it can't like, be. It's Raw's just been so good. fucking bad. Raw's actually been good. Yeah. Crazy to think about, but hey, shout out Paul Heyman. Like, and I know you're good, like, top to bottom, except for they keep fucking over the women, but what more can you expect from them at this point? Speaking of the women or whatever, did you see, even before we get into Raw, did you see uh, Becky Lynch's glasses that she had on for, like, a quick split second before she took them off? Yeah, you've been wearing those the last couple of weeks. Bro, I have missed that. That is great. Uh, before we get to Raw, um, we have a new. Well, it's, it's not official, official, but I've heard that there's a possible new um, name announced for the 2020 Hall of Fame. I heard the Bella Twins. Yeah, the Bella Twins have been confirmed. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have been confirmed. I think they went on Moment of Bliss and was like, you know, they they talked about it, and so you we, you know we have the Bellas. Who are both pregnant? Um, uh, the NWO, yeah. Which you know, shout out to X Pac, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall. I don't, I don't recognize that other one. You know, they're the only three, right? Yeah, X, X Pac was the third man. Yeah, yeah, hey, of course. You know, <laughs> X Pac heat, bro. What you mean? That, that's where it started from. <laughs> <laughs> um, the NWO, the Bellas, and um, Dave Batista. I think he was the first person announced. Oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I saw yeah, a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I saw a trailer for a movie. I don't know if it's come out or about to come out or whatever with him. Did you see that? Uh, I don't think so. Which one is it? It looked like some like spy movie or whatever. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, is, is it come out or is it coming out? I think it's coming out soon. It looked adorable. Like, it looked like something I would take my niece to. Yeah, it looked like it would be uh, enjoyable. Yeah. Shout out Dave and them roles. But um, the the new name that's apparently been, like, you know, kind of thrown out there, nothing's confirmed yet, the British Bulldog. I think I had heard something about that. Yeah, British Bulldog, and um, apparently they're saying if it does happen, then um, Bret Hart would go out there and induct him. Hmm. Shout out Bret Hart for being a um, a real trooper and everything, you know, um, putting his brother-in-law in the Hall of Fame, and especially after some asshole attacked him last year. Yeah, that was fucking, that was insane. Which, God forbid, or whatever, um, which one of the revival was it that knocked the hell out of the dude? I don't remember, but that was kind of that was kind of cool. Look at that, and then uh, him up. <laughs> apparently, um, uh, Davy Boy Jr., you know, British Bulldog's son, was mm-hmm. there and got a lick on the dude too. So imagine if some bullshit happened again this year. <laughs> yeah, that uh, wouldn't might not go be over well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you attacking my uncle is one thing, but like my dad's legacy and my nah. Okay, right, nah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, they beat the brace off that dude or whatever, and well deserved. She's going to be that stupid. Like, my Jesus. <sighs> Rob was great last night. 
and I missed a lot of it, but from everything I even I've even went back and recapped in all that, great. I want to start off with um, you guys need to quit interrupting Randy Orton because how's he ever going to tell us about what he did or whatever if you guys keep interrupting him? Facts. I am so, loving all of his promos though so far about all this Edge stuff. I would say is Randy back or is like he never really left. I mean, it's kind of like, um, I guess, like mid to late 2000s, Randy. Since, since we're here, whatever, you want to go ahead and talk about um, Beth Phoenix coming to Raw next week? I am uh, very intrigued to see what happens with that. I saw one of the World Culture dudes saying, yo, what if they go full Randy Orton, Stephanie, like Triple H from a couple of years ago? That that was the first thing that popped into my head, honestly. Would you be like I know some people are like, oh, they shouldn't go that far, it's twenty twenty. And I'm like, why not? It's fucking heat. I mean, I get Beth yeah, Phoenix is yeah. like the glamazon, don't get me wrong, whatever, but she's they, when they're openly saying Edge's wife, they aren't saying Beth Phoenix the wrestler. They are saying Edge's wife. So they're, also, they're pretty yeah, much yeah. showing us, or they're pretty much like, they're, they're baiting us, hey, guess what Randy's about to do? I mean, something's definitely going to happen. Yeah, she's not showing up there for no reason. Like, something's happening. And, and Beth's also a trooper. I think she either might take the chair shot or something. I mean, she might get punted, something, bro. I, I see something yeah. crazy happening. Um, Ricochet beat Luke Gallows. Um, this was pretty much just to say, oh, Ricochet is good against a big guy. Was that, that was pretty much that, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. And it was just another way to not have AJ Styles lose a match that he doesn't need to lose. True. Um... Angel Garza over Humberto Carrillo. I expected so much in that one. I've heard this was great. Now, I only caught about a it couple of minutes good. of it. was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both of them. I also heard that um he's trying to come at my boo Charlie Crew, you know, and you know I'm not I'm not having none of that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, we'll see. Andrade's going to be back uh, Thursday. Which, oh, yeah. I guess he... Oh, yeah. That's right. He's coming back or whatever, which we're going to talk about him in a little bit when we get to Saudi mania. Awfully convenient for them. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, uh, Ricochet did that. Oh, so the, the OC uh, jumped Aleister Black. Why did they jump Aleister Black? I just, just seemed random, like just because, I guess. Just, just, just he was in the way. I mean, we know why at the end, but yeah, that's how it felt to me anyway. Um, Alistair Black did a, a great job selling. Yes, and in the match with Rowan was very good. Um, I, I remember turn. I remember turning over and saying, "Oh shit, there is something in the is the, in the cage." Because I remember texting you, and we didn't know yet because the match hadn't happened. Right. Yeah. Do we still care about the cage? <sighs> Not really, honestly. At this point, it's kind of just like 
what the fuck, dude? Somebody said that, that apparently that has been happening since November. That sounds about right, yeah. Bruh, it's almost March. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck is, like, like come like, literally, what is, <laughs> bruh, what is happening? I, I guess they're finally attempting to do long-term storytelling and feeling I, spectacularly. I apologized to it, but it cost him the match. Yeah. He apologized to whatever's in there, and he got double black masked. Yeah. Which, I mean, it takes two kicks like that to get a man like him down. Good, Another good win by Alistair Black, and then he called out AJ Styles, with you, which you were ecstatic for. Yeah, I... Any match between those two, I am all the way here for. I wanted that Elimination Chamber. Oh, shit, I said that like that's not coming right up. Good Lord, excuse me. I ain't got time to build for that. <laughs> yeah. It might get thrown in there, though, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, oh, before we get to the, the greatness that is, um, uh, Bobby Lashley and Lana were on A Moment of Truth. Yeah. And, you know, the God, the multiple t- um, time champion, R-Truth, asked him, had he seen Sonic yet? <laughs> I love our truth. And, you know, before getting squashed, he tried to pull, you know, John Cena's move set, but it didn't really work out for him. Also, he's going to be like a little kid in a candy store because his idol, John Cena, is going to be around Friday. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Now I have to watch SmackDown Friday. So that's, that's going to be suck. a. Yeah, that's going <laughs> to. I saw someone online made a joke of. So they're bringing John Cena in or whatever. At, you know, just in case they're not back in time to cut a two-hour promo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to freestyle for two hours. Honestly, it'd be the best episode of SmackDown in months. I am about to say, it'd be the best time since the last time they went to uh, Saudi Arabia. Yep. And, and, and NXT invaded. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Trips got them on standby. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, do we, um, do you know where SmackDown's at, um, Friday? I have no idea. Same here, but I'm pretty sure wherever they are at, hey, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be some a, a big plane from Florida coming in just in case. <laughs> that and or you lose you use the talent that you're not using or whatever because I'm pretty sure it's people on that roster that we haven't seen for like what months. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. But again, you know we digress. So. Street Profits, man. Street Profits, Street Profits. Before we get into the Angelo uh, Murphy match, you know, because he's nobody's buddy, he called Seth the Monday Night Mariah, correct? I think so. And then I well, think... That's what uh, I heard. Yeah. And then I want to say, what did he say about um, Murphy? It was something to, um, we're we going to beat you so hard, we're going to bring your first name back. Or he said that uh, Dawkins hit him so hard that uh, his first name fell off or something. Like oh that. my! Yeah, that, okay, that was great. That was great. That was great. Which I mean, yeah, that was hilarious. 
it's the street profit, so of course it was great. But you know, yeah. like if we if we would have recorded last week or whatever, um, they were in Montreal, correct? This week, um, I I think this week was a different part of Canada, but I think last oh. week was in Montreal. Maybe this week was Winnipeg. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, Winnipeg. But I, sw- I swear, I can't remember where they were last year, last, last year, last week or whatever. But remember, we were talking about those disrespectful people that were trying to boo the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, that was just how dare they. It was so uncalled for. I mean, we can only be so grateful to be blessed a sermon from the greatness that is the Monday Night Messiah. So when Murphy was struggling a little bit in his match against uh, Angelo Dawkins, the Monday Night Messiah called it upon himself to interfere and cost um, the match. As it ended in the DQ. Then we got blessed with the Monday Night Messiah having a match against Montez Ford. Now, we've been saying for a little while, you shout out Angelo Dawkins, you know, but everything about Montez Ford is great. And he just shows us again, whatever that 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 man's a star. Yeah, he is amazing. Cause him and Seth was going at it, and Seth was supposed to win, like he did. But great showing. I mean, you know. Yeah, that match was incredible. And you know, I'm, I'm not gonna have any disrespect on the Monday Night Messiah. Even if it is the street profits and people that we we enjoy and like, yeah, definitely not. <sighs> to get us through raw, let's talk about this shit that happened at the end. Our main event, which I was falling asleep but caught, and then read read my text from you the next day or whatever, and I'm like, okay, so you enjoyed this shit too? Because what the fuck? And I want to <laughs> spend a little bit of time talking about this. So we got Randy Orton, Kevin Owens. Cool little match or whatever. Okay, until I, like I can't remember did did um did Seth walk out and or did like the ref just fast count first? He fast counted um, first and then Seth walked out later, right? Yeah, he fast counted and then Seth walked out, bro. So this is how like this is how I caught this the count out. I mean, the, the fast count. So, like, I'm watching the match, and at one point or whatever, I'm getting comfy and shit. And then, like, I literally, like, I felt like I blinked for a second, and the match was over. And I was like, wait, 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 what the fuck? And then they start talking <laughs> yeah. about, like, you know, what's going on and, and all this. And I love how Randy kind of just was, like, out of the way. He was like, yo, this ain't got nothing to do with me at this point. Yeah. And... Right. <laughs> which I thought it was... <laughs> Wait, what, what, who was it earlier where um somebody tried to give him the chair? Um, that was Seth too, wasn't it? I think it was. It was, yeah, it was. That might have been when I fell asleep. I can't remember, but I, I just, I just know I was like, wait, 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 what is happening? And Ko was like really just pissed off at the ref. So at this point, this is where he like kind of rips the ref's shirt. And we see yeah. a Monday Night Messiah t-shirt underneath his ref shirt. Then the ref, or the disciple that we now know at this time, is powerbombed through a table. The fact that the disciples could be anybody 
who wrote this and what and like i mean whose genius is this is this seth is this paul like who is this bro i don't know but i know i love it and i cannot wait to see what else they uh do with it moving forward now I don't want to compare it to this, but like I was watching a um, NWA documentary over the weekend, and I know at one point or whatever they had officials and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the with the possibility of anybody could be a disciple, like can they lose? Uh, I would say not like what if somebody in like you know the tv like backstage or whatever is like a disciple or whatever and like before like the match ends or whatever the lights just cut off right I mean, we can go endless possibilities with this or whatever so i'm like yo this this was genius and i love it yeah it's it definitely amazing and I, I thought about it too. i'm like oh shit they're gonna keep tabs on that ref now nah switch that shit up or whatever like the next time ko has a match screw him again yeah and it's another disciple. Like you could, we could literally do this or whatever. And if you notice, they've been fighting like on and off, whatever. Ko and um Seth since uh Survivor Series, right? Yeah, that sounds right. And I don't think we've gotten a one on one match since like early uh no, like not early, but like late November. I don't think. Yeah, that sounds. I don't think so. It's all been um, tag team matches. Mm-hmm. And like uh, six man matches and shit, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if this is going to be like a long build or like what they're doing with this, but like this is incredible and I'm digging it. I'm definitely uh, very much into this, whatever it might end up being. So, you know, I'm just going to say this now, whatever, um, and I'm pretty sure, you know, my great co-host will also agree with this statement. We are all disciples. <laughs> Without a doubt. I personally strive to follow the teachings of the uh, Monday Night Messiah every day of my life to the oh, best yeah. of my abilities. How long have I been gone or whatever? Like where I haven't even noticed that Murphy's uh pants say disciple. I didn't even notice that. Damn. Yeah, he's not he's not wearing like his shorts anymore, like his little rip off shorts. He's wearing pants that say disciple on them. Hmm. I thought that was an interesting little touch. That is interesting. So we got two pay per views this this week. And I'm gonna go in order, you know, since we're 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 getting through this or whatever. We're gonna do Thursdays, then we're gonna go to Saturday's pay per view, which I know we ain't watching. You're not watching either, you know. Well, it's the Saudi Arabia show. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, you're not gonna watch that or um, Revolution because you know fifty dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no. Yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah, I'm good. Somebody will shoot me a link or a stream or whatever by that point or whatever. But for what I got for Super Super Showdown, a.k.a. Saudi Mania 4, 5, whatever number we're on, you know? Saudi Mania 2020, part one. Which I'm not sure if this is the official uh, promo poster, but it's got Goldberg with, like, The Fiend in the background. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, a, a great pay per view in a very progressive com- uh, country. And now that's what it is. <laughs> Yo, you remember that first one when they—that's all they kept saying—the Greatest Warrior Rumble. Yeah, before I, the yeah. journalist, the journalist got killed. Oh, what a idealistic time! Oh man, I'm gonna start off with uh, a tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team uh, Championship. The champions, the New Day with Big E and Kofi Kingston versus The Miz and John Morrison. Who do you got? Uh, the Miz and John Morrison, probably. I do as well. And I think because you don't, I mean, I think right now they're as hot as they're going to be. Yeah. And we've realized that the New Day can never really not be over. And Loki yeah, right, yeah. said, like, it, it just, we, we've noticed, okay, if they got the belts, cool, but sometimes they just have the belts literally because we don't know who we should put them on, but if we put them on you, it's great anyways. Um, pretty much, yeah. Can't so really I think, go uh, wrong with that. So I, I think they, I think they got to win this. I mean... And then we realized or whatever, oh, shit, you know, they can actually change a belt over here if they want people to watch. Pretty much, yeah. See, I got Miz and Morrison on that one, man. So, yeah, we we agree there. Um, Let's go ahead and get to the other tag match. For the Raw Tag Team Championships, the champs, the Monday Night Messiah. And his one of his disciples, Murphy, because he ain't no one's buddy, versus the yeah. Street Profits. That'll be. I think Seth and Buddy win, but it'll be a pretty good match at least. I got the Monday Night Messiah and Murphy as well, but I am glad that the Street Profits are. I mean, it is Saudi Arabia. Don't get me wrong, but I'm glad that they're getting this push. Yeah. Same. Also in the ring and on the mic. And we already knew that Paul Heyman likes them. So, I mean, you know. I yeah, feel like it, inevitably they're getting those belts sooner or later. Definitely eventually. I hope it's at um, Mania, though. I, and I can see that. And, and low-key, too, I wouldn't even be mad if it was like a, oh, KO interfered. And now, you know, Seth is like, I have to go get him myself personally. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But I can see that. Also, wouldn't be mad if a disciple was a refer- was a referee this weekend. Or, yeah, excuse me, this weekend. Tuesday. But I don't think they would get that over there. Probably not. Yeah, they wouldn't know what's happening, so. But I would laugh. I would it, laugh. Yeah, it'd be consistent at least, I guess. They, they've they already got it in our heads now, you know? Yeah. Um, Let's do this match. Women's match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The second ever, or excuse me, yeah, the 
second ever women's match in Saudi Arabia where the champion Bailey takes on the new challenger Naomi. So, bro, you didn't watch the match again from uh, Lacey Evans and Natty? Nope. I'm going to just tell you, because I think you saw the pictures. They were super wrapped up. Like, literally besides, like, hands and, like, neck and face, I don't think anything else was showing. Yeah, sounds about right. They had on oversized T-shirts. Uh, of, like, of their shirt. I do recall I do recall that and literally on the way walking down someone threw a water bottle at Natty wow. so I am just praying that this goes well that's all I'm going to say I mean I'm not even trying to be and you you know me and I feel like listeners know me at this point or whatever I am not a negative guy but God forbid I'm just praying that this goes well you know yeah, he was hoping. Because I mean, I'm not gonna say anything between like two blonde white women, but we have a black we have a black woman and a Spanish woman. Yeah. And it's gonna yeah. be a <laughs> you know, I I'm I am I'm just pretty scared, bro. But hey, God bless. I am I am praying. And also I feel like regardless of whatever, I, I hope it doesn't affect them, but I feel like we're gonna get a good match out of this because Bailey's great and that and Naomi can fucking go. True, yeah. Like someone said that Naomi wrestles to her competition. So if like if she's wrestling a Bailey, it's gonna be a good match because yeah. I guess it depends on um how much they even let them do in the ring. That also? And um shit, I don't even think I gotta ask or whatever who you got picked for this one because I feel like we both got Bailey. It's uh it's definitely Bailey, yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's losing that joint until possibly Mania, and I just—I mean, I—I I guess I'm gonna say I hope it's not Lacey Evans, even though um, I don't think you heard about this. Uh, apparently, Lacey said that she, you know she'll compete in the women's chamber, so I think we're getting a SmackDown women's chamber as well. Interesting. They're, like that's all we know for right now, but there hasn't been anything like so they have to do that clearly Friday. Yeah, so of course they'll do it like a week before the actual pay per view because yeah, why course. would you ever build up a woman's match? It's not like people care about that at all. I feel like them telling us or whatever and Lacey Evans being the one that like did it is pretty much like what I told you where Charlotte went out there and said, you know, she's in, she's going to be the first man and woman to enter herself in the rumble. And if she won that shit, I feel yeah. like that's just them telling us, oh, so Lacey's winning this shit. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm saying to... we're not going to waste our time building up this story. So here's right, what's they... going to happen. If Dana Brooke is in a fucking elimination chamber, then I just don't know what the hell, like, I mean, 2020 has been a terrible, well, I ain't gonna say terrible year so far, but, you know, people are just like, yo, we lost Kobe, like, we, we lost Pop Smoke, we just, everything's happening bad. If we, if Dana Brooke is in an elimination chamber, I just don't know what I can do with life, bro. Dana Brooke. Yeah. That ain't it. That, <laughs> that ain't it, Definitely not. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
a gauntlet match for the I think the the I think it's pronounced the Taekwat Trophy. Uh, we sure. have oh yeah <laughs> we have um AJ Styles the the United States champion Andrade Bobby Lashley Eric Rowan multiple time um 24/7 other champion R Truth and replacing Rusev I don't know if you heard about this Rey Mysterio Inter- why is is why is Rusev not in it anymore? Rusev isn't in it anymore apparently because um, his negotiations with signing a new contract are still on the table. AKA he's not signed. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, if you don't want to sign, we're not gonna let you get the Saudi paycheck. So they went and grabbed mm-hmm. Mary Mysterio. Like you're not doing anything, yeah. So what you're saying is Rusev didn't sign on purpose so he wouldn't have to go to Saudi Arabia because fuck that. I don't think he's that's what I would do. Well, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think he resigned because he ain't resigning. But that's me. I also wouldn't be surprised by that in the least bit. But I'm just trying to figure out how. I wouldn't blame because his wife like still AEW. there. What <sighs> But at the same time, too, Peyton, Peyton Royce is on, you know, in it. It's uh, true. I mean, even, also, have you heard of the um, Iconics possible rebrand? I have not. I've heard they're getting a rebrand, but I, no one knows anything about it yet, so we'll see. I did hear they might be coming back soon, but that's all I've heard. Am I thinking about coming back? Was one of them hurt? I have no idea. I mean, we talked about them or whatever. I mean, regardless of side, they won the fucking tag, the women's tag belts at um, Mania this year. Right, but it's WWE, so who knows? True. I'm sorry for you guys or whatever. I still got peanut uh, peanut butter M&Ms, <laughs> and I did not eat a snack today. Um... We got three matches left. Maybe for the last time in a hot while, who knows? A steel cage match with King Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns. Hopefully for the last time. I mean, as much as I don't hate this feud, it it it's time for something new. Bruh, this shit was either it was either time. Like, it should have been time before the Rumble. I mean, not the Rumble. Yeah, it should have been over before the Rumble. I told you I enjoyed the Rumble match. But once he got the dog food thrown back on Corbin, I'm like, okay, this is it, right? And I'm like, a cage match? I'm like, this cage match is literally only for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, pretty what much. What I got. That's the only reason we're even getting this. So, I feel like it would have been over at the dog food part. But we need, yeah. you know, we needed something for... Saudi Arabia. Should have been over a bit, but whatever. Mm. So, yeah, um, Roman Reigns. Don't even think it's close. He better win. That's all I'm going to say. Our last two matches. Um, The first one. 
for the WWE Championship. The champion, Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. So, before we get on to predictions or whatever, I forgot to mention um, last night on Raw that, um, of course, Paul Heyman had a great promo. When does he not? He, he's, you know, he said he's not wrong a lot, but this, he's, you know, Brock's going to retain this, you know, that's a spoiler. And he said, you know, some things are, what do you say? Some things are true or some things aren't always this. Like if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> that was great. Oh my God. Like I, I probably didn't word it right. Like what he said prior, but he did say if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Hmm. That was amazing. So, the real question I'm going to ask you, because it goes to this match and the last match, over under five minutes, this match. Under. Because we're not crazy enough to pick Ricochet, which God bless, you know. We both yeah. enjoy Ricochet. He's a superhero, you know, <laughs> which God bless. I got to stop that. But so you definitely think under five. Uh, definitely under five. So I'm going to agree with you. And that's going to lead me right into the what what I think is going to main event. I mean, I'm not for certain, but, you know, I'm pretty sure. The championship match for the universal title, the champion, the fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg. So before we get into, you know, Corey's fears, and I want you to break it down for the people. I (laughs) shout out the first black champ was listening to them earlier. And I tweeted them, and they were like, so how short is, you know, what both of these matches or whatever, because I don't really see them like that. And thinking about it more and more, bro, I said, you know what? Because you've been over here with me a lot of times, like, doing this. I think it'll take longer for me to take Coco out than it will both of these matches. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think, like, to get him downstairs and let him pee and use take care of his business, all that, will take longer than both of these matches. <clears throat> so, I'm going to pick The Fiend. And I hope, I know you're going to pick The Fiend, too. But I want you to tell the people why Goldberg winning would be absolutely terrible. Because Goldberg winning would ruin the fiend because he of all fucking people Goldberg he needs to lose to Roman Reigns because A that's acceptable and B fucking believable it makes the most sense absolutely it makes the most sense and it's just so you so you wouldn't care to see Goldberg versus um, Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania 36 I wouldn't care to see Goldberg versus anybody at WrestleMania 36. Now, the last time we saw Goldberg at SummerSlam, he looked a lot better, but he was supposed to because, of course, Dolph sold those like he literally got shot out of a cannon. Right. 
But the match before that, him and Undertaker, oh my god, we almost saw him die in the ring. Like, you don't watch Saudi events, and God bless. I wouldn't I wouldn't make my worst enemy watch that match. He almost concussed himself within the first minute. Yeah, he busted I himself open. Reading about that. Yeah, he knocked himself loopy. <sighs> Oh, Goldberg. Yeah, man. So, all we're saying is, this shit better be spear, he gets up, spear, he gets up, maybe one more spear, mandible claw. I don't know if Goldberg's cool enough to get taken out with by a mandible claw, but just take your Saudi money and disappear for a little bit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> as long as... uh. As long as the Fiend wins, I could care less how it happens. Also, the people that hate on the Fiend or whatever, you guys really want him to lose to Goldberg? Seriously, no. Like, I, I, I don't see any hatred for the Fiend, but even if you are, like, I don't get it. But whatever. So that's Saudi Mania, guys. You know, we're, we're going to see if how that works. I'll see how that one goes, and I'm going to get that review or whatever. I'm going to have let's, let's hope Will's out of, you know, he got, he, he, he don't the flu. Because Corey refuses. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't. So I'm going to catch you up a little, you and the audience up a little bit with um All Elite Wrestling. And their pay-per-view this February 29th leap year edition in Chicago, Illinois. AEW Revolution. So last week we got the, you know, um, <laughs> as we joked last time or whatever, uh, Cody's doing his little Zelda adventure or whatever just so he can fight um, uh, MJF. Mm-hmm. You know, he got his lashes. That was great. So this week, he had to defeat Wardlow in a cage match. So, bruh, these motherfuckers dead ass was in like a, I swear, like the cage was not normal WWE length. This shit had to at least be like 15 feet or something. It was tall as fuck. Like 15, 20 feet. I mean, it was super tall. Like, it didn't make no sense, bruh. Uh, we got a spot where Arn Anderson smashed uh, smashed MJF with the with the door. <clears throat> MJF tried to give um, he tried to give Warlow the diamond dozen ring to hit Cody with. Cody dodged it, uh, took the ring from Warlow, and then punched him with it. Interesting. Cody was out here um, bleeding like a stuffed pig. Because of course he was. You know we we could bleed over there on there on that TV. <laughs> yeah, it's on it's on uh, TNT. There, you know I you can use curse know. words too. Uh, yes. Like bitch. apparently, I've I've heard they censor the crowd when the crowd chants cuss words, so that seems kind of weird. Yeah, that that's that's kind of anticlimactic. That and then of course you know John Moxley's having this entire feud with like Chris Jer- Chris Jericho, so the entire inner circle was just going after him. He's walking around like a um, pirate 
for the last couple of weeks because, um, you know, they poked his eye out. To which he poked out one of the members of um, Santana or Ortiz. I think it was Santana. He poked his eye out and they had an eye for an eye match. Hmm. Yeah, the stuff you're missing over on AEW, bro. <laughs> He's pretty much beat everyone in um, in um, the inner circle. To which I told you, Jeff Cobb, they had a match and Moxley won. And you were like, why would he beat him on his debut match? And I was like, bruh, I'm glad you were just as confused. I'll make sure it's not me. And I was like, you don't even yeah. watch. So think about how I feel. Right, yeah. It, it just made no sense. So, all that is, oh, you know we have a new women's champion too, right? I heard about that, yeah. Nyla Rose won, right? Yes, finally. About damn time, yeah. Yeah, this past week she got confronted by Chris Statlander and Big Swole, to which that's the first one I'm going to speak about. Um, this is just confirmed. Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Championship. Um, do you know anything about Chris Statlander? I've seen a couple of matches. She's pretty good. She is really talented. I enjoy her. Um, people are kind of like, why is she an alien? I'm like, you know what? It's wrestling. Yeah, I don't get that part, but that's eh, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't even think about the whole alien thing. I just know she is a not only a giant woman, well, I ain't going to say giant woman, but compared to a lot of the wrestlers, she's a big woman, and she is very talented. So I feel like they're, they're going to give us a good match. Us, I'm like I'm watching. They're gonna give no people <laughs> in Chicago and y'all motherfuckers that want to spend fifty dollars a good match. There we go. Yeah, it'll probably be pretty good. Um, this was confirmed. Well, this was announced, but has officially been confirmed yesterday or early this morning. A singles match between Darby Allen or at Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. Because, uh, you know, like, I mean, the good guys kind of all just have a little beef with the inner circle. So we get to we get to the whole thing where, you know, which I I'm just going to say as far as this match, I think it'll be good. They're both like young, great talent. Um, I'm going to need both of them to survive because <laughs> both of them like yeah. to do some wild shit. Yeah, that match will probably almost definitely go all out. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting like <laughs> I mean he, he's went in there and like attacked the whole like inner circle by himself or whatever with his uh skateboard, so you know, God bless. Yeah. Glad they put that little match up there, you know, that should be fun, I'm gonna say. Um, your favorite, bro. This match this match was announced last week or whatever, and we have not seen this dude wrestle since his arm was broken. And this is how you lay the seeds down. Long-term booking. Jake Hagar versus Dustin Rhodes. That'll be pretty good. Or at least should be. Jake Hagar actually wrestling. We still don't know if he's spoken yet, but he's having a match against Dustin. It'll probably be a... Well, I'd say it'll probably be a good match. I think Jake wins, but only because of cheating. I Most definitely, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely cheating. 
But interesting that he's finally wrestling, you know? I mean, I, 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 I guess they're trying to get some bodies over there, you know? I, I don't yeah. think Brian Cage can come back until the bicep is, you know, healed. And he has to have his flex off against Scott Steiner, so never forget. <laughs> the entire reason I'm ready for WrestleMania weekend. Can't wait to give you guys that play-by-play. I don't even know where I'm going to find it at, but I'm going to find that shit. I'm sure it'll be online somewhere. Oh, bro, I can't wait. I'm I'm a I'm a find it sending to you so quick. Oh, it's gonna be ridiculous. <sighs> so, are you aware of the little kind of infuting of whatever is going on between um, the one part of the tag team champions, Adam Hangman Page, and the Young Bucks? I not really know. Okay, so this is all kind of crazy. So, um, oh, um, um, cow- oh, excuse me, Cowboy. Hangman Page has gotten cowboy shit over in um, AEW. So when he's out there or when they just see him on the TV or anything, you know, the Jumbotron, they just start chanting cowboy shit. Which is hilarious <laughs> every time. I don't have it on mute if I'm recording or whatever. But that's always funny to me. Um, I don't, they're apparently like trying to say he's a drinker now because like the young bucks will like take a beer away from him. And like, it's always been funny because like they'll take a beer away. And the the funniest part was they took away a cup of beer. So then a person in the crowd gave him a pitcher of beer and he drank the entire thing. So I don't know if they're making him, yeah, I don't know if they're making him Scott Hall or what. But that's like a thing, and you know, <laughs> they had like a whole gauntlet like tag team match or whatever, where one of the Bucks won. So now the Bucks <clears throat> were gonna face the winners of you know the tag team champions Hangman and Omega versus the Lucha Bros, which that was a really good match, and of course Hank, you know, the champions won. So now we have the tag team champions. Or the AEW Tag Team Champions, Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks. And I'm going to tell you why the Young Bucks are going to win this, bro. I'm not going to say, oh, Hangman's going to turn his back on Kenny. I mean, it's probably going to happen, but Kenny has a 30-minute Ironman match with with Pac, Pac, whatever you want to call him, this Wednesday at Dynamite. Where did that come from, you might ask? Where has that one come from? I don't know. But uh, but Pac has been threatening the people that Kenny love. And if Kenny doesn't um, wrestle him, then he's going to attack the people. Like he attacked my, Michael Takazawa, and he was about to attack Riho. Interesting. Before Kenny finally decided to, you know, say he wrestled him. So we're getting a 30-minute Iron Man match this week. Hmm. That'll probably be a pretty good match. And Kenny has been selling his ass off or whatever, so I feel like that is going to be, oh, he's already tired. So if they even try and do the whole, oh, you know, what's his name, turn his back on him or whatever, Kenny is also great costume design, too. He's been coming out there with the um, jacket on with one wing. That does sound pretty dope. 
And what else? Pac, there's that. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's what's going. On. That, that that's all kind of just little in- intertwining things. The young bucks and Kenny get along, but then you know, of course, Hangman is not fucking with them. So this is the way to get the young bucks the belts without anyone kind of being mad about it. Right. Even though everyone in there is fucking with Hangman. I mean, cowboy shit. Come on. Um, last two matches that we know about. Cody has one more week of not being able to touch MJF or one more dynamite show before he they can have their singles match at Revolution, which it has to happen at this point. I mean, come on now. Uh, yeah, it definitely has to happen at this point. It'd be, uh, this is a blood feud, and I'm kind of upset that it's just a like a singles match. But I think yeah. that's just for MJF to win, get more heat, and then they stretch this out even further. Yeah, I can see that. That's what I think. I think I think Cody has to lose this match, but he, in the dirtiest he way to ever. Lose this match, yeah. It wouldn't make sense for him to win, really. I mean, people are like, oh, well, he went through all that or whatever. And it's like, yeah, he has to go through all that just to get screwed again. Just, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. I mean, I guess just to make you like Cody even more. Also, um, have I told you that Cody's wife has re- have reverted back to, um, the, you know, just being Brandy Rhodes? They're not doing that Nightmare Collective shit anymore? Okay, so what um I'm gonna tell you the kayfabe and I'm gonna tell you the what whatever the other shit is going on. The kayfabe storyline was Luther, this bald headed dude that they like had gotten, and mm-hmm. Mel, aka Melanie Page or Melanie Page, uh, Melanie Cruz had a had attacked Awesome Kong. So that was a way to write Awesome Kong off of TV. Now, I told Will, I don't know if that's because she's doing something, if she's doing, are they doing season three of Glow? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's what that was apparently for. So, that was the kayfabe reason. And then, you know, when Cody was taking the lashes, she came out there as Brandy Rose, his wife. Now, the in story, that you know, the kind of, you know, shit that we all know about, you know, wrestling, like all this shit. You know, we send each other stories all the time. Now, yeah. you know, we keep saying what the fuck's going on with AEW. There's no writing team. What's happening? Who's booking? What's going on? Is it all Cody? Like, what's happening? And, you know, like, we, we hear stuff like, oh, you know, Kenny's just doing the women's division. Apparently, Kenny said this Nightmare Collective shit ain't working like we wanted or whatever. He wanted to scrap the entire thing. I, well, he wouldn't be wrong in my opinion. But, like... I mean, and you're definitely right. And some people are like, well, but we don't know if that is actually confirmed or not. That was a story. But people yeah. are like rebutting it and saying, how are you going to sit on the Nightmare Collective or whatever? But like, what the hell is your women's division doing? Also fair. So, like I said, we it's don't know. It's, it's all kind of he say, she say. Right. And I guess this is why you need a writing team. Because 
you know, and I know you hate him or whatever, but I be listening to these random Jim Cornette shits to be popping up, and he gets off on bashing them every week because he's like, this is what happens when you get your fucking buddies and y'all trying, <laughs> you know, you, he's like, one pay-per-view is like, okay, that's cool, but weekly television is a different story. And, and I mean, shit, we said that. Even Jim Cornette tried every now and again, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we said that before this even started. We was like, yeah. we're not wishing them any bad things, but like everything we're just saying, how's this going to work? And like, yeah, I mean, All Out was, was, All In was good, All Out, you know, Fighter Fest, everything was pretty cool, but weekly television is a lot different. Because they, they're writing yeah. this, they're writing some good stuff. Don't even, everything MJF, Cody, great. Some of this other stuff or whatever, really cool. But then you got the random stuff where you're like, what in the hell is happening here? That's, pretty much yeah how exactly how i feel about it it's just kind of like a lot of this stuff is so unnecessary and yeah. doesn't really serve much of a purpose like to, uh, to like uh tomorrow we're getting the the butcher and the blade or as jim Cornette called them the butcher the baker and the candlestick maker <laughs> <laughs> versus um the best God, friends dude. in orange cassidy because like that's a mini feud now i i i still don't get the butcher and the blade honestly i don't get the hype i mean i don't get how ally just was heel all of a sudden <laughs> also also yes just the whole thing really like how Chris how Chris Statlander got a title shot, but then a couple of weeks ago Britt Baker turned heel and then like pulled a chick's tooth out in a match and still lost. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, she lost to one of the Japanese chicks or whatever from uh, I think Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen or one of them. And like after the match, she like put the lockjaw on her to her tooth came out, bro. That sounds dumb. Hey, bro, she's just a 2020 female version of, Di- of Dr. Isaac Yankum. <laughs> <laughs> DMD. <laughs> so uh, let's get this last match so I can get you the hell out of here. Uh, the main event for the AEW World Championship, the champion, Chris Jericho, versus he only lost one match and that was technically because he got in a fight with his own tag team partner at the moment John Moxley so Moxley has to get this belt right uh yeah at this point that's he's all. already he's, he's beaten everyone in the inner circle Chris Jericho's literally taking his eye out yeah right I mean yeah, I, I just, I, I think Moxley's got to win this. He definitely needs to win this. And honestly, this like like stuff like like, like we're not, I'm not trying to shit on them. Like I don't want people to think, oh, you, you hate AEW. Like how do I hate it? I'm the only person that I get on this pod that watches it. I was like, <laughs> anything else people can't say. I got to, you know, right? Like yeah. they get some things right. Like the build up for this shit has all been good. He's beating everyone in Chris Jericho's camp. 
Chris Jericho literally went and got a quote unquote assassin in Jeff Cobb to go get um to go get him out of here, and it's and he just wouldn't beat him the next week. Right. Yeah. Like Moxley's got to win this shit. If yeah, if he doesn't, what's the what's the point? <laughs> there is no point, man. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. And so far from what we know, man, I guess uh, that's revolution. Oh, um, random thing or whatever. I think I was looking at AEW shit earlier. Uh, you don't know about this. Um, I don't know if they're actually together in real life anymore or not. But um, Joey Janela has a – is it false count anywhere or street fight or something? He, he has uh, some type of match with Kip Sapien, but it's on, it's on Dark. Hmm. Like they've been feuding for a while, and like Penelope Ford's been the reason. And now they're just supposed to have a quote-unquote conclusion, possibly, but it's on dark. Interesting. I, for- I also forgot to tell you a couple of weeks ago, whatever, when I told you I was randomly bored and was just looking at through dark because I had nothing else going on in my life while I was waiting for uh, him to get out of something. I saw Billy Gunn. And his son, Austin Gunn, have a match with, um, I don't think it was the Dark Order. I forgot. Oh, what's them BMX dudes? Um, that You you forgot their name, too. What the, whoever the fuck they are. Yeah, I have no idea. But you remember the BMX dudes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, wait. Um, shit, nope, I don't know. I, I want to call them the Matrix, but I know that's not it. And I don't know. Whoever those guys are to dress like BMX dudes or whatever, they had a match against Billy and Austin Gunn. And I think um, Austin... As in Billy Gunn's son? Yes, because his, his son oh. had on trunks that said, son of a gun. Interesting. Which, great pun, some shit writes themselves. He looks just like Billy except for like five inches shorter. <laughs> Why is everyone's son going to AEW these days? Did not realize Billy Gunn was that damn big, but God, compared to his son, it's like, holy, whoa, wouldn't you be this? But never mind. <laughs> but that was also on dark, so nobody saw that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm sure it'll get referenced on the actual show. Cause you, yeah, it'll, you it'll get referenced on the show. And then, watch you know, everything on YouTube. Get the fuck and, out of here. And being the elite, you gotta you gotta watch being the elite. They know oh, why Hangman Page is all of a sudden alcoholic. So stupid. So after this match or whatever, do um are the elite beefing or whatever? Is it is it gonna become like shit? Did, wait, have we already done this? Didn't they break up or whatever? And that's what broke up the Bullet Club. Well, the the elite broke off from the Bullet Club. Right, it became the elite. Basically the same thing, yeah. So they're going to be like the non-elite? I I couldn't tell you. I don't know what they're doing over there. You know what? I'll keep you informed. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I shall keep you informed. Um... I'm going to talk to some people or whatever, and I'm going to figure out how shit's going to go with Revolution. Um... It's not going to be a big pay-per-view week for you over here on the East Coast, us over here in North Carolina. 
Um, WWE Saudi Mania 4, a.k.a. Super Showdown, is coming on, I think, 12 o'clock. Probably, yeah. I am going to be at work. <laughs> so, <laughs> hence, I am not watching till I wake up Saturday morning. Because I ain't got time. And I'd be damned if I get off work or whatever and rush home to watch Super Showdown or whatever if it's still on, like, Thursday afternoon when I get off work. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, yeah. I Whatever t- time frame you're in, like, I can, like, imagine, like, if you're all the way in L.A. and shit, and it's nine, you're just getting to work, and a fucking pay-per-view is on. Like, what? But. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, I guess we, we shall see whatever. We're going to see how things go on Friday. And appreciate the bro, like always, man. Yeah. Oh, 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 last thing before I do let you go. Last last final thing. Yeah. I remember this. I mean this. Um, Tyson Fury uh, uh, defeated uh, Dante. God. Yeah. Devontae uh, Wilder this past Saturday. So, are we going to talk about how long until he teams up with his uh, tag team partner, Braun Strowman? God, I'm sure he'll be a mania. Bro, I told you. I said, it, I, I, what did I text you last week? I said, if by somehow he ups, he beats Wilder. Gypsy King mania, bro. <sighs> Yay. So, I wasn't trying to end on like a down street like that, but you, you you knew I had like if I remembered. Oh man, yeah. It's only a matter of time now before he cuts, you know, before he gets his little promo run. But we shall see. Appreciate you, like always, brother. Um, we shall be back next week. I promise you guys, we're gonna figure something out. Sorry, we just been going through a lot of technical stuff and a lot of busy stuff. Real life happens, but. Another great episode of It's Still Real to Us. Damn it. Corey, I'm Mookie, and until next time, we are.